Hey there, KMA Land. It's Wednesday, and I'm Sandy Edie Hansen, here to offer up three minutes of personal growth info that Spencer Williams and I, we offer it up and call it the double X factor. We're in week three of our series on the topic of adult friendships, and last week we shared insights on unhealthy friendships, and this week we'd like to look at some of the possible reasons we stay in these dynamics that we know, on some level, are not good for us. Now, an unhealthy friendship, or any relationship you might deem, quote, toxic, may seem as though the other person is the full cause. Now, believe me, there are certainly people out there in the world who will take advantage of a compassionate heart. If you consider yourself to be a compassionate or caring person, there are people who are experts at appearing hurt and needing help. And sometimes these folks don't really care about your feelings. And you're over-functioning as a caretaker of others' feelings and simultaneously not having compassion for your own feelings can lead to you staying connected even when it's clearly not good for you. Some of the reasons we may rationalize for staying in an unhealthy friendship may include hope. We hope they will change, that if we say it just right and explain it one more time, they'll have a big aha moment and realize how their words and behavior are hurting us. Now, hope is a fine thing to have, yet it needs to be coupled with zero expectations of changing another person in order for us to be happy. Time does not change people. People change based on their own willingness to do so. Now, if you find there's a theme running in your friendships or relationships in general where it feels as though your feelings are getting run over, it's time to look within. I know this is hard to hear, but you are the constant in all these dynamics you're in. It's easy to see when someone else disregards our feelings and less obvious when we're doing it to ourselves. Now, we can easily learn that feeling what we feel is not okay in childhood. I'll give you an example from my own life. As a kid, I was terrified to be home alone. It was pretty much debilitating fear anytime I was left alone. Now, I don't remember ever processing this with either of my parents. It was obvious I was kind of a basket case about it, yet we never discussed it. Instead, I was basically told my fear was irrational. My dad even got mad at me one time when I got so fearful that I went to the neighbor's house. So the message was, what you feel is, quote, wrong. And if you continue to feel it, you're going to be in trouble. Now, this is not an unusual way trauma can happen to any of us. Trauma is not what happened to you, but being alone in processing what happened to you can ding your psyche in ways you don't even realize you're still letting it drive you decades later. So sometimes we stay in unhealthy friendships because we aren't validating our own feelings. I have some other potential reasons, and I'll share those here on Friday. Spencer's here tomorrow, and you won't want to miss her take on this topic. Till Friday. Later!